Hello. Come on in. Come on in. Hi. How are you? Would you like a tea or coffee? I'm the one that takes a coffee before sugars. <laughs> I think there's a seat over here. If you have a seat, I'll get a tea or coffee. Hello, everybody. Come in. Come in. Please find a seat. Come on and get a cuddle and a cuppa. We can laugh. We can cry. We can talk anything that matters. With all of us together, it'll be periodically beautiful. <laughs> Let us all sit and enjoy the brew and blather. Hi everybody, welcome to Brew and the Blather, the Kairos podcast. My name's Frankie, I, my pronouns are they and them, and I'm one of the hosts for today. Um, so we're going to just go around the Zoom and um, introduce yourself, um, say your, your name, your pronouns and what you do at Kairos or just what you do generally. Hello there, I'm, I'm Liz, uh, I'm, my pronoun's she um, and I'm the project assistant at Kairos um, which involves doing a wee bit of everything really at Kairos. Um, I started off being a participant then I became a volunteer and then a trainee and then I got a job so that's where I'm at at the moment and really really enjoying all my time at Kairos, it's great. It's good to have you here as well. Um, Thank you. We'll go to our other guests. I'm not going to point this time. Hi, I'm Anna Gail. Uh, my pronouns are she, they, uh, she, her, sorry. Um, and uh, I'm a volunteer at Kairos. I helped with the Equalities Collective and the zine that we started up during lockdown. Thank you. Um, and my co-host is... Jules! Hello, <laughs> I'm Jules. I'm a volunteer cast and I'm your co-host, if your fellow co-host, for this episode of A Brew and a Blether. Thank you both for coming along so much. It's really good to see you. Because it's, <laughs> it's been so long since I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's been... It's been crazy. I know, I've not seen people from Kairos other than during lockdown. I've not seen anyone since, like, March, I think. Hi. Maybe even longer. Oh yeah, I think your, your, <coughs> your lockdown will have been the harshest of all of us, Emma Gill. Yeah, I, I looked at my Twitter the other day and I saw that I'd tweeted the week before we actually went into lockdown saying I'm locking myself down because you heard about it all in the news that it was coming to to the UK and I was just like I'm not chancing it so I started I think about the 13th 14th of March something like that uh, but yeah because I have like a muscular dystrophy and if I got the virus it really potentially took me at harm so I wasn't risking that at all especially when I'm at, especially when I'm at college like there's so many people in the college I go to and like I have to use the lifts because we're on usually like the fifth floor and anything past floor three people aren't walking the stairs so like I'm really packed and I lived with lots of people and I just wasn't taking that risk for myself it's quite scary. It's kind of strange sort of thinking back to around March because in a way it feels like you know years and years ago given how long this year has been but at the same time given it was when we last sort of really saw each other it kind of in a sense feels like yesterday for me I don't know same for anyone else. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. Um 
you know, it just all kind of came about really quickly. I know that it was it was all in the news and everything that it was it was coming, but I think you don't really believe sometimes things until they actually happen, you know. And then it was like, oh, all right, okay, what we're going to do now, you know? And um, if you actually sit and think about all the the processes that you've personally been through over since March. It is, it is a long time, but it it doesn't actually feel that long, you know, because certainly with me, I'm working at Kairos, um, we were working all through lockdown and we had to resort to working from home and how are we going to change the way that we work to get out stuff out to the community and still be able to connect with the community. So it was a whole new, different way of learning to work. So when I think about the steps that we took and everything, it does seem like like a long time, but really now here we are nearly Christmas time and it's like, where did the year go? You know, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think people thought it was going to be as long as this. That's no. the scary thing. Like, we were just like, oh, it'll be here for a month or something and yeah. it'll be life as normal, but it'll be like the flu. People were saying at the start and it's like, it is not the flu. And mm-hmm. it's now we are like near late Christmas, as you were saying, Liz, and it's still happening. And I know that people have been saying like this vaccine apparently coming is like the light of the end of the tunnel, but I'm a pessimist. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you know even when we saw everything come in, you know, particularly across Europe and the rest of the world, I think at that point, even though when you're seeing places like Italy and Spain going into full lockdown. You're only seeing the start of it, so you can't really be like, mm-hmm. oh, well, it'll be fine, because you don't know when they're going to come out of it. And I was actually mm-hmm. saying to my mum the other day, it feels like we've had, like, four years in one year, but it's gone like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot <clears throat> a lot of change packed yeah. into such a short time and a lot of adjustments. And even things about having to think about, like, what if my family or my friends are affected? And then what do I do then? Oh, I'm going to have to, to do this thing and that thing. And then I know that the oncoming pandemic prompted my parents to read up, to, to look, to redo their wills. So that was nice to talk That's about with scary. them. Not at all. Um, yeah, that was pretty scary. And it, it's almost like any time somebody has a, has a cough or something like that, it's like, oh, uh-oh. And then unfortunately I do have a cough, but it's a, it's not a dry cough and I haven't I haven't been in contact with anyone for weeks so it's fine just oh yeah just I, I think I can certainly make other people nervous if I'm if I if I mm. want to pop out to the shops or something which I haven't I haven't actually done for a few weeks now and um, if I cough I know that it's going to make a few people really worried and even that is a horrible thought I know yeah I'm more def- definitely more aware if you're in, in a shop and you think Oh no, I've got a wee tickly cough. Oh no, oh no. People are going to be staring at me. But I think you did this, certainly myself at the very, very start of the lockdown, you did that to other people as well. You know, you were looking at them. You know, and I think it was, I think because it was something that nobody had ever experienced before, nobody knew what to do. And there was, I think, a kind of big fear in the air of what what is this and what's going to happen and um, whereas now in the second lockdown I feel people 
which is probably not a great thing, are more relaxed. You know, um, when you go to the shops, they're not. It's not like the way it was the very first lockdown, right back in March. It's so much more relaxed now. It's almost as if, um, it's, you know, it's like uh, we'll be fine. Well, we're fine already, so we're going to be fine now. You know, we'll not catch it. You just can't think like that, though. Yeah. Yeah, and at the end of the day, there's people still. Uh-huh. dying from this and people are going, oh it's fine just because you're over the virus doesn't mean it's over I know I know that's the thing that's what I, th- I think they just think it's you know it's I didn't get it in March and I haven't had it since then so I'll be fine mm. but you just don't know yeah. you know that people just really need to continue to be vigilant and, and careful and everything I completely agree with what Frankie said as well it feels like everything's been compacted into one year. I think I saw something on TikTok, someone making a joke about it being like, it feels like someone's just put 10 years worth of events into 2020 and being like, was that not meant to happen? Yeah. Like, it's just, even everything other than lockdown, politically and socially, Mm -hmm. there's been a lot of change and a lot of craziness this year. Yeah. I mean, like there's the lockdown itself and particularly because that's coming various stages of you know full lockdown and various seasons to relative normality and then into the second wave but you know, there's also kind of big events going on with the protests in America and the elections yeah. and mm-hmm. all of the stuff that's been going on in various sort of government sectors in the UK and in Scotland and stuff kind of feels like things are sort of compressed but mm. at the same time, it feels like people are adapting quite, quite a lot. So when you go to, you know, the shops or when you just see people on social media, it seems like this is almost normal now. Yes. Even though no one yes. really wants it to be normal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I think that's kind of like what I was meaning. Like when you go to go to the shops now, you know, it's it's just like, yeah, we wear our face masks. Yeah, we sanitize our hands. That's just part of life now. Mm. Yeah, that's what we do now. What you were saying before about when you hear someone cough and it kind of makes you nervous. Ironically, when I wear a face mask, I'm more inclined to cough and I don't know why. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I'm trying to make you feel safe, but also I'm going to start coughing now. And it's got dinosaurs on it, which is <laughs> relevant. It's a very good mask. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's got diamantes on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> not really fancy. It's all, I think it was only a pound at a home bargains. Yeah. So going on to, you know, around the sort of idea of a new normality, is there anything that about the year or about various parts of the year that you find particularly either difficult to adapt to or surprisingly easy to adapt to? Well, I've had to start online learning for a course that I didn't sign up for online learning. It's it's quite quite an adaptation, maybe that's the word. yeah, so like I do, I study journalism and that's quite practical in itself. So going straight from being in the classroom and then to be going up to like journalist offices and newsrooms and that for experience. And we went to the parliament one time and like we were meant to be doing that again this year for second year. Um, but now everything's just online, so it's like, here's your coursework online. And I'm like, but I want to actually get out and do things. It's such a practical subject. Um, so that's been quite hard to adapt to, especially 
doing like exams and things online that's been really difficult a lot of them actually have been changed so they're not closed which is usually when like you have someone come around and check that you're not cheating you don't get any notes or anything so it's all having to deal with it which is good in a way but I'd rather be actually in the classroom mm. and they were they were thinking about that for a while they were like oh well while things are easing up before we went into tier four and Johnson and Renfrew and stuff and um, like they were like yeah you can get into the class for your graded unit it's not happening now because obviously the restrictions have came back into place which is quite disheartening must be quite hard to discipline yourself I think if you're studying and and learning from home it's it's really hard like I'm, I'm quite used to getting up to now like getting ready getting into the car driving to college and then that's near awake for the day but like just sitting in your house and stuff it's quite difficult Whose to phone is that <laughs> it's mine <laughs> it's okay. the, the house phone it's probably somebody selling something. I never oh, yeah. answer my house phone. That's it's the just... joys of having to do everything over Zoom now, isn't it? Like, I you know. can't just sit in the same space and have an hour and now there's I a phone coming in. Oh. So I just said I was I was working. I was in a meeting. I was in a Zoom meeting. And that's just absolutely true, isn't it? Yeah, does anybody else have tons of meetings these days? Like more than ever before. I feel like I'm in I'm in so many meetings all the time and then at one point I'm saying to my friend the other day like oh sorry I didn't see your message I was in a meeting yeah do you want to do you wanna watch something together then and she goes oh meetings very professional I was like I'm not I'm such an adult I've got all these meetings all the time I've got so many meetings as well Jules I totally get you like I'd, before lockdown it's just like oh I'm just going to go speak to some people at Kairos and it's not a meeting it's just a, a wee chat because it feels like a chat and now it's on zoom it's like this is a meeting at a serious time yeah. <laughs> breakout rooms and writing notes oh not that I wasn't writing notes before so you, you were saying is there, was there things that uh, what was it I can't remember the way you put it but things that we could we yeah, so during lockdown about good things bad things yeah. things that we struggled with things that we learned yeah kind of so sort of something that I don't know maybe something that you've been doing to pass the time or something that you've kind of found mm-hmm. it especially difficult to adapt or to have change hmm. I think I've found I've, I've learned that I'm quite adaptable mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's what I've learned uh, I think sometimes we just kind of go along, plod along in life and we just, well, creatures a habit I think sometimes, you know we do, we, we get up, we get washed, we get dressed, we go, we go to work or we go to college or we do whatever it is we do and it's just, just a lot of the time we're on automatic pilot I think yeah. Well, I certainly am, and then you have to, the whole world changes, and you have to like sit and reevaluate things and sort of go, oh, I can't do that now. I just actually can't. I'm not. I just can't. I can't like go to the shop for you know. I can't. I, there's things are closed. Things are not happening. Uh, I can't go to work. I just can't. It's not a choice. It's not like I just go. I don't feel like it today. You just can't do it, and it's like, how do you physically and I think mentally even is more so challenging as well. The the mental part of it to say, how do you actually kind of get your head around that and say, you know, I'm going to be all right. Yeah. You know, 
did it have yeah, a, did all this change have like a a particular impact on your mental health did you find because I found it really really tough mm, I think what in a kind of funny way I think the way I kind of deal with things in life is I think I just do it and get on with it and then it's the aftermath I kind of go Phew where that was hard, that was tough kind of thing. And it was when lockdown kind of was getting lifted and when we were allowed to go back to Kairos, just the staff, although, and then we could meet people for a walk or we could meet them in the outside space, things like that. I actually realised that I live, I, I, do, I live alone myself, but uh, with a wee dog, Lola. Um, but uh, I actually realised that the connection with people was really, really important to me. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated it more than I had for a long time. Yeah. Um, and actually just seeing people and, you know, just having a random conversation, nothing really, like, and not actually doing anything, but just seeing people and, how are you, how are you getting on? And just the connection, I just felt, mm-hmm. oh, do you know, I actually really I thought I was quite okay with my own company but I'm really not I really do need other people if that makes sense no I, I that I found that about myself as well and it actually mm-hmm. really surprised me uh-huh. because that surprised I, me yeah I, I really liked having my own space and mm-hmm. being by myself a lot before but I forgot how much random interpersonal interaction that there is even when you're not spending a lot of time with other people Mm-hmm. Even passing by folks in the street and there might be a little shared look or yes. like, oh, I like that person's top or oh, instead of instead of feeling like you need to mm-hmm. avoid everybody or even a little bit of small talk with a person mm-hmm. in the shop that isn't about doom and gloom mm-hmm. on the pandemic. On the news, uh, on the telly and you're sitting yeah. there and you're all alone listening to this news oh, and this bad news. stuff. That's all bad. Mm. That's no. all bad. And you just go out and you get a wee bit of, you just say a wee bit of banter, you know. Like talking to people about the weather. I miss talking to people about the weather of all things. Yes, I know. Like, oh, it's rainy today. Like, oh, so it is. (laughs) It's cold outside. So that was Scotland. Yeah, of course it is. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, I want to talk about the rain, Mm. you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Four seasons in one day, Cameron. I haven't heard that in such a long time now. I know, oh my right? goodness. That's wild. Like you hear that from like a wee granny in the street and you're like, I know. Walk down the street, please somebody talk to me about the weather, please. <laughs> you know. Or or the the thing that uh, I must be getting to that age now, you know, it's like it's a good drying day, get your washing <laughs> out. Yes. You know? Take the opportunity when it's here, you know. You got your washing out now, Jules. You know, it's it's a good day to get your washing dried. Well, <laughs> you sound like my gran. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I sound I sound like my granny. You know, because that's what she used to say to me. You like that? Have you got your washing out? And I'm like, ah, no. Got better things to do with my life, you know. <laughs> and now we don't have better things to do with our lives. No, I'm getting to, you know, I'm, I know, and I'm getting to that age, you know, it's like that, oh, it's important, I get my washing out, oh, I can't, look, it's it's all the four seasons in the one day, you know, I can put it out, I can put it out and it's lovely and then half an hour later it's pouring and then the next day, it's, the next minute, it's, uh, oh, the stress. That makes me miss my wee gran, I've not seen my gran and my papa since June, 
they came round for my Aww. birthday and I'm just like and this hearing their dad wee phrases and this my grand annoying me that my piercings get that thing out your nose like and this that <laughs> mm-hmm. and I know it's things hearing. things that you kind of take for granted was isn't it like I was saying you just sometimes you're an automatic pilot and you, you the things that I don't I don't mean you you deliberately take them for granted mm-hmm. it's just the way life is you know, yeah. and then when it's not there, like your granny grandpa's not there, to mm-hmm. see, it's the the choice to see them is taken away. I think. Yes, having you know, a yeah. think that's the the thing. It's like before, like this time last year, you could maybe say, "Oh, we're going to come round and see you on Saturday," you know. Um, but they just can't do that now. They just can't. It's mm-hmm. the choice is taken away. Yeah, I think that's quite a difficult thing to adapt to. And sometimes you I don't think. quite sort of what you were saying about um, coming out of lockdown initially and kind of realising how um, you know how difficult it's been and you don't quite realise how much you've missed until you sort of start getting it back um, yeah. it just reminded me because I, I rang well, yeah I rang my sister yesterday because it was her birthday happy birthday Rachel if you are by any chance listening <laughs> um, and my, she put my gran on the phone because they're in a bubble because mm. um, you're allowed to do that in England apparently um, and I heard my grand's voice for the first time in a, probably about a year and we don't oh. really get on at all but I was like I suddenly really want to go to Macclesfield of all places yeah. <laughs> I've seen my grand but I know no. I can't and I'm like right it's got to be my next birthday I'm going to go and see all the people that I've not seen for far too long and then my sister rang me today and started talking about a uni course and like I'm glad I'm not doing online learning Mm. trust me it's it's not ideal at the moment and I don't think I would have been able to cope if this was my first year like I was talking because we did like a meeting with the first years that are doing the course and another week I think it was to like say this is what it's like and all that like how are you to tell someone this is what it's like that I did my first year real life in person and Mm. you're doing it all online yeah it's just crazy (laughs) Look, there's Lola joining in. <laughs> yes, that's my dog. She's been doing her online learning too, clearly. <laughs> Sorry about that, Emigail. No, it's not right. Um, but yeah, like online learning's really taken a toll, like mental health wise as well. Mm-hmm. I, of all years to start counselling again, I started counselling at the start of this year. Got one session in, and then everything was online and like phone calls and I was like this is not ideal yeah. <laughs> like counselling I think I find it easier to speak to someone face to face but mm. over the phone I'm just like this isn't, this isn't what I signed up for I didn't mm. sign up for an online course I didn't sign up for online counselling this has just not been my year <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah it's just been like online learning's really taking a toll as well like, I, just, I would rather be in class and actually doing it and being practical and just chatting like you never realise how much you miss like sitting listening to your lecturers go on rants and stuff or like listening <laughs> to your pals making a joke in the middle of class or like sitting messaging your friend under the desk not that I do that oh you know <laughs> of course absolutely not Mm-mm, I don't do that I never go to <laughs> at school either none of that <laughs> It just it's just the little things that you miss and as yeah. you were saying, Liz and Frankie, that like, you take for granted. Even though at the time you're like, This is great 
But now you're like, oh yeah, I kind of did take that for granted. I didn't I know. cherish it. Because how are you expected to cherish something when you don't think it's going anywhere? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I think, certainly myself, I've become more appreciative, I think. And I think, in a way, I've kind of slowed down a bit. You know, it's like, do you know, if it's not done today, it'll be done tomorrow. You know, don't worry about it. You know, it's like, there's so much sadness and upset and terrible things going on and people losing people and all that kind of stuff. And you think, well, do you know, is it really that important, this this thing that this time last year I thought was, I have to get this done today, it's really urgent and I have to I have to be really anxious about this because this is what the life is all about, you know. And I think I've become more kind of laid back and relaxed, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. Which is obviously a good thing. Sometimes to, the opposite. <laughs> sometimes to the point as I was getting up to lunchtime, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's on your way out, it's on your way out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish then, I was that way, Liz, do I swap? Oh, I know. Uh, I know, it's difficult, and everybody, I think everybody experience, has experienced it in their own individual way. Um, I think it's a bit of a strange one, because in one way it can kind of bring perspective <laughs> to things, and you think, oh, well, the things I'm worrying about, it's not worth worrying about, look at everything that's happening yeah. and that's relatively minor but at the same time kind of the absence of things to do can kind of make everything seem more important so it's like oh well, yeah. this, this is now going to stress me and this is going to stress me so it's kind of like it kind of contradicts itself in a way I don't know yeah, if that kind of sums up what you're both saying in- no, you're absolutely right because I've, I think isolating yourself uh, you become um, like quite comfortable within your own space and to actually go back out into the big wide world can cause great anxiety yeah. really yeah definitely um, yeah I think I've been a lot more anxious about going out like it took me a good few years to be confident like going out myself like getting on a bus myself things like that mm-hmm. because as I lost non-mobility and started using the wheelchair more it made me more anxious. I was like, right, I'm kind of out in this world, kind of on my own, a bit cautious about things. And I was like, mm-hmm. building myself back up. And my partner John helped me build that back up. And it feels like this year's like it's. It feels like it's a tower, and twenty twenty is just knocked it all the way back down again. Mm-hmm. Knocked you back just a little bit. Yeah, it's like, and I don't know how to rebuild because obviously, how are you meant to rebuild if you don't know the state of the world or what it's going to be? Yeah. Like where it, where it's, this is all going to end and when mm-hmm. you can expect to... Or even when it's going to end. That's if. right. Yeah, sort of a lot of uncertainty about mm-hmm. particularly like the economic impact and the general like mm-hmm. social impact and stuff. And I think it, it's good that you know, Kairos has been working online and I think you know even though we've not seen each other, well, there's some people we've, not, we've seen more than others and so there's mm-hmm. still that connection that mm-hmm. I think for me at least will make it easier to co- kind of go back out into the real world because um, yeah. <laughs> like similarly to what you were saying Emma Gale like up until last year I didn't really have any friends or places to go and stuff and then I started going to Kairos and in some ways I've kind of been like well why couldn't we just have this massive disruption when I had no one to actually miss um, but at the same time then I just yeah. have like I've been locked in a house with no one to talk to even on Zoom so 
I guess be careful what you wish for. Um, it's funny that, isn't it? Because yeah. with, with going to Kairos, I got used to being around people and I got used to being around lots of people again and being in the presence of lots of other people and being able to just chatter and make small talk comfortably again. And mm -hmm. I hadn't had that for years. And I, then I got used to hugs and <laughs> now I miss hugs and I didn't think I would miss hugs and I would miss small talk. And <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's it was right when I was really starting to to get into the swing of really enjoying being around people and starting to become a little more like my old extroverted self again. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, haha, isolation. Mm -hmm. You're you're and then living alone and not seeing anybody and being in a different town to the most other people that I know. It's and I don't drive either, so I can't just pop out and do a little drive by hello or anything like that. Mm, yeah. So it's oh. yeah, yeah, I think it's hard when you're kinda like trying to build yourself up and yet like you mm. isolate yourself purposely sometimes mm -hmm. just mm. for your own mental sanity and health and that. Mm -hmm. And then it's now just like you're just on that you're trail off down. You yes. have no choice. Even when you're feeling extroverted or you're feeling like you want to speak to someone or go see someone or do something, mm -hmm. now it's like you have no choice. It's that drags your mood down lower because you're like, Definitely. but I'm in that mood. I want to do that thing, but I mm -hmm. can't do that thing. Definitely. It is, it, I think it's a lot of that. It, the, the choice is taken away from you. It's like kind of like part of your human right kind of thing has been taken away. You know, you, you are not, you will not go out. You will not. You will stay in isolation. So you know, like you like that. But again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why? Why would you be? Ta you know, why am I told to do this? And you know, it's, but I think it's definitely a lot to do with the the, the choices taken away. Mm -hmm. You feel like you're more trapped than if you actually chose to say, "Do you know what? I'm just going to stay in the house all week." I'm not going to speak to anybody. Yeah, having the option uh -huh. is is so important and underrated. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Definitely underrated. Yeah. We're all a bit doomy and gloomy, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't any good Can things in the lockdown. I'll ask a more slightly optimistic question and it probably won't stay that way for long. Um, <laughs> but um, is there anything good that's come out, like something that you've learnt and potentially something that you're looking forward to in the future that you can't do right now or that you know, you've got the idea for or something? So. I think, um, I'll, I'll go right, uh, I think with Kairos, I think lockdown, uh, during lockdown I was saying to the girls, you know, like, um, in a way, Kairos, uh, lockdown was kind of quite good for Kairos because it kind of made us think outside the box and think about different ways to reach different people that we hadn't maybe reached before. Um, and we have done that and we've, uh, and I think it's given us more opportunities and um, more, I don't know, uh, to be able to think differently kind of thing and I'm looking forward to when we go back how when everybody can get back together again and just mixing everything all up you know like we'll have the drop-ins again and we'll be able to see each other and we'll be able to do things but we'll have learned all the stuff in lockdown and I think we'll appreciate more 
what we've got and we'll be able to still do Zoom things, we'll be able to do podcast things, all these things that we've learned in lockdown that we didn't know how to do. Well, I certainly didn't. Um, and uh, I think it's opened up quite a lot of new exciting things um, for people to, to do and to learn. But um, at the moment, just really looking forward to the dog stopping barking <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, just getting back to see everybody. And I think, although I, I, I think with the new vaccinations coming out and all that kind of thing, it is good to hear all that, but I think we need to be a wee bit, uh, not cautious, not the, not the word, kind of like, not just patient, I think. Yeah, but patient, I think, and not sort of say, oh, that's great, it's going to happen, you know, we'll be fine. Uh, just need to be patient, unfortunately, a wee bit longer, and it will it will come, and we will all get back together again, and I'm looking at, that'll be great, won't it? We'll have a big yeah. party. You can all I'm get excited about being stabbed in the arm. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's fantastic. Here's my arm. Stab it. Stab it with this Please. with your needle. I'm a pink cushion. <laughs> I want my freedom. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Yeah, I'm already being stabbed this year. I can't say I'm looking forward to another one. No. Like going going for a flu drive was odd during all this. I was like, that's strange. But yeah, things I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the way not the way people feel when lockdown's done, but just seeing that, seeing the celebrations of it and mm-hmm. being able to do all the things that we've not been able to do and seeing people again. I just miss people. I didn't realise I was as personable and yeah. like people as much. Yeah. I suppose when you're around people all the time as well and you think, oh, I must be so antisocial and unsociable. Oh, I really need my time alone after all this time amongst people. And now it's like, actually, it's the other way around. Oh no, yeah. it's the other way around. <laughs> I was just looking at it from the wrong perspective. Yeah, I need those people to balance it out. <laughs> definitely we do, we definitely all need each other. Just for balance, um, I definitely still find all of you exhausting. So. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, I'd say that as a compliment, <laughs> I think. <laughs> uh, but no, you know, you think, I think if people are... I think a lot of people, some people obviously you can't change everybody, but I think a lot of people have changed their, their perspectives and the things that are important to them and it will be, and I'm hoping, you know, people will be more kinder to each other than what they were before lockdown, you know, yeah. and appreciate each other more. So that's something to look forward to when we get back together. Oh, I'm so <laughs> excited to think about it. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> something that... I hadn't really thought about before about how I mean obviously there's things like oh yeah when I see people again it's going to be great but I didn't consider that there's probably going to be actual legitimate celebrations and get-togethers uh-huh. and like the the first public events are going to be packed with people everybody's going to be mm-hmm. so happy and it's going to be pro- mad. yeah it's going to be amazing there's going to be so much energy the buzz around it I think and then yeah, we'll totally have to have like maybe a couple of Kairos parties just to make sure oh, everybody definitely. can get along. It's mm. sort of really difficult to be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. I went went into town the other day to went to the supermarket and I got like right outside the supermarket and then realised I didn't have a mask and I was like, I've come all this way and I can't even go in the shop. But then I walked it's back, bad. walked back to try and get it. So I was go to a different shop. 
and then went in, came back out, had forgotten it again, and then looked in my bag and realised I'd had two there the whole time. Oh no! Oh no! So I think I've got a bit of sieve brain going on. I've done that as well. Halfway down the road, takes me probably about fifteen minutes to walk to a shop from here, and I've been halfway down the road, and it's like, no, no mask. Uh oh! Yeah. Turn around. Go back. Get your mask. <laughs> yeah. Or forget it and then realise you already had it. I did. <laughs> Or you, or you go into the shop. I did this one time. I was, I was going into Iceland for to get something, and I was, I was in a rush, and I just dashed in, and then I was like in the queue, and I was like, oh, I've not got my mask on. Oh my god! Oh, how did that happen? <laughs> sort of I didn't do it. I didn't do it on purpose. I was just, I was just like in a rush, and I just totally forgot. Yeah. It's like, oh no, oh no. Felt like a pure criminal. <laughs> <laughs> You can see people outside the shop, like, walking towards the shop, turning back and they're like, they forgot their mask. Yeah. yeah. I know, I know. You're like, I see you. It's sort of walk of shame. <laughs> <laughs> back to the car and they're like, oh, it's a shame. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's like the new keys or phone, you're like, mask, phone, keys, got that. I can go now. Yeah, yeah. I think we might be coming towards the, the end of the kind of maximum amount of recording time. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Jules has got the most pivotal question. Me? Yeah. So you had the most pivotal question. I was going to have, but you asked it better last week. Oh right. Your fantastic acting skills. <coughs> so I'm going to bestow the honour upon you. Well, yeah, it's it's because we did say to you before this, like this isn't going to be a Q and A, and it's not. We're not going to have like, oh, we ask you a question and you have to come up with a pure brilliant answer on the spot. It's a little bit of a lie because we do we do Ooh. have one now and the question is um, how do you take your tea (laughs) well wet it's a good start (laughs) 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 oh my god isn't that funny it's a controversial one I just eat a tea bag (laughs) you what just eat a tea bag Eat a tea bag. I don't. Oh. Uh, no, um, I boil the kettle, I put the tea bag in the mug, put the water in, and then put the milk in, and then take the tea bag out. And that's it? That's it. You take your tea bag out after you put the milk in? Yes. Don't you? I know, I know that. I know people <laughs> think that's disgusting, but you have to. You have to make sure that the tea's the right colour. You have to squash the tea bag round about a bit to make sure your tea's the right colour. You're not wrong on that. Because wrong. if you take your tea bag out too early and then you put your milk in and then it's all it's just like dishwater colour, grey. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to be put it back in, that's gross. I uh, know, but if you've already put it in the tea bag in the bin, you're not going to put no, it back yeah, in, no. are you? Good <laughs> well, you don't use well a I'm not. But some people might take it back out of the bin. But I don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so you've got to get it to do the tea colour before you take it out. So, you know. <coughs> what is the right colour? Uh, tea coloured. Oh wow, that's very descriptive. Thank you. <laughs> kind of a, a light gold, a light golden tanned colour. You know. You know, like when you go on holiday and you stick in and start getting that nice golden brown tan. You sound like a Julux Patriot. Yes. 
But so that's what it's called it here. A bit like a tan, I'll be like, oh, I'm tea colour. <laughs> um, English coffee. Sunkissed tea. How about you, Miguel? Do you like a good cuppa? Uh, I've been more into hot chocolate these days, mm. but when I do have tea, it's two sugars that I've been, like, a massive hot chocolate fiend this winter. I've been I sitting, to, I was ranting to my boyfriend about hot chocolate last night. I was like, I want to get this hot chocolate, I want to try this one, <laughs> and I want this new one from mm-hmm. Costa, and I want to try all these experiments. I want to put gingerbread stuff in the oh, hot yes. chocolate. Like, there's a syrup you can get that's just gingerbread. class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would really be lovely. I've, I've had it once. Yeah, really I'm, I'm such a hot chocolate fiend now, and now there's one like from Costa that's like a purple quality street hot chocolate, and I need it in my life. I got I got a leaflet through my door about that, and I really want it, but I'm like, is it worth the risk? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I haven't done it yet, but I don't even know if they're open just now. But once lockdown two is done, that's what I'm doing. My mm-hmm. hot chocolate. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for everybody for joining. It's 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 been really funny, despite our kind of some of our doom and gloom. And it's always lovely to see you and just have a natter and a good old brew and a blather. <laughs> <laughs>